Welcome to the Next Actions Business Podcast. Each week, I'll be bringing you some hints and tips that you can use to help you to get the results you deserve. Grab yourself a drink, sit back, and let's jump into the episode. Over the past few sessions, we've talked about various techniques that you can use when problem solving. These are mind maps and outlines, brainstorming, the six thinking hats, SWOT analysis, and the SAW analysis. Each of these, they move you towards a solution. But when you use them together, you can produce well-thought-out creative solutions. Join me to talk through how using these together allows you to turbocharge your problem-solving and get the results you deserve. We all come across problems every day. Most of these, well, they're simple and we can fix them without any real thought. But then we come across the bigger problems. These, they need you to investigate, to think deeply and then to come up with a solution. This doesn't just apply to problems. You may have a new project. It could be that someone else has given you one or you've come up with something that you'd like to do yourself. For any new project, the first steps are to investigate, think, and plan. To help you do this, you'd use the five techniques that we've been discussing. We started with mind maps and outlines. These, they're two complementary techniques that allow you to capture your thinking. They let you quickly capture ideas, either onto paper or into a computer system. You can then rearrange these thoughts into sensible groupings to allow you to start to see patterns. Understanding the patterns allows you to start to develop your solutions. Mind maps and outlines, well, they're key to allowing you to document your thoughts, which then helps you to come up with further steps. If you aren't capturing your ideas, well, to be honest, you're forgetting them. And a forgotten idea, well, that will never come to fruition. We next looked at brainstorming. This, it's a way for you to quickly capture ideas. It works best when you run it with a small group of people who have come together to solve the problem. You're able to quickly pull together thoughts from many different people. Remember, you're not analysing these ideas. All you're doing is you're capturing them for further investigation. After the session, you'd spend a bit of time and you would put all those ideas into your mind map or your outline. And this is what would then trigger the further investigations. We've got our ideas. The next step, we use the six thinking hats. This is a technique that allows you to look at your problem and your solutions through different viewpoints. These they are referred to as thinking hats. Each hat has its own focus. And these are the white hat, focuses on facts and figures. Red, on emotions and feelings. Black, for caution and being careful. Yellow, positivity. Green, creative thinking. And blue, control of the entire thinking process. You would look at your problem and your solutions using each of these hats. The aim is to dig a little bit deeper and use the hats to look at your thoughts from different angles. It gives you a more thought out solution and will help you to more readily see the benefits and the weaknesses. Again, document this into your mind map or your outline. We've got some solutions. We've now got a way forward. 
The last two techniques, these are complementary. You can run each of them against your solutions, but you can also run each of these techniques in isolation. That's down to you. These two techniques, they're really useful when you're doing long-term planning. They're there to allow you to better understand where you are now and where you want to be. If you're applying them to solutions that you're intending to use, well, they can actually help you to see the issues you may face or the benefits that you may gain. The first of these techniques, it's the SWOT analysis. This stands for strengths, weaknesses, opportunities and threats. This technique allows you to understand where you are now by looking at your current strengths and your current opportunities. You also then think through any issues that you may be facing and these you document as either a weakness or a threat. The next step, you would look at each of the weaknesses and threats to see how you can use your current strengths and opportunities to mitigate against them. The mitigation, this is just a series of steps that you can take to reduce the impact or even stop that weakness or threat. You've got a weakness of lack of technical knowledge. You come up with two possible mitigations. Either you can get trained in a new technical knowledge or you can hire someone who already has it. You would then need to investigate both of these options to decide which one to go for. In this example, you may even use both. You may hire someone on a short-term contract to start the work and then spend six months getting yourself trained before you take over what they've done. Again, make sure you document the results of your SWOT analysis in your mind map or outline. If it's not written down, it will be forgotten. The final technique, it's the SOAR analysis. This is actually very similar to the SWOT analysis. SOAR stands for strengths, opportunities, aspirations, and results. This technique is similar to the SWOT analysis. The major difference is the SWOT analysis focuses on uncovering weaknesses and threats, whereas SOAR, it's all about your strengths. It's about taking what you already do well and building on that to take you to the next level. You spend time here looking at your vision. What will success look like? This is your chance to visualize what you want at the end. You then write these down as a series of aspirational statements. Then look at your strengths, look at your opportunities and come up with a series of actions that you need to take to move from aspiration to results. You then take your existing strengths and opportunities and you come up with a series of actions that you need to take to move from your current place to your aspirational place. These you write down as results. And don't forget, when writing results, make sure that they're smart, specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, time-bound. The SOAR analysis gives you the optimistic view of things. The SWOT analysis, that gives you the pessimistic view. Combined, they give you a more holistic picture of where you are going. As with other techniques, make sure you document the results of your SOAR analysis into the mind map or the outline. This podcast is brought to you by Next Actions, your one stop for business and executive coaching. If you're struggling with your business and want to improve your business results, or do you want to get back control of your life? then Next Actions were here for you. We're based in Perth, Western Australia, but we do have clients worldwide. You can find out more about us at nextactions.com.au. That's nextactions.com.au. 
Each of the techniques we've discussed, they're powerful tools to have in your personal toolbox. It's when you start putting them together that you can really uncover the gems that you may not have previously seen. Looking at them, people often think that it's going to take a long time to do them all. And yes, I'm not saying there's no time commitment, there is. But for small problems, you can do these really quickly. Each step, well, it may only take a few minutes. For the bigger projects, it's going to take longer. But you'll also have a better understanding of what you are doing. Taking the time to properly think through and investigate problems and solutions will save you time in the long run. Without these, you're likely to jump into that first solution you come up with. You spend time, you spend effort and resources working on this solution, only to find it's not going to work. And that means you've got to go back to the start to look for a new solution. You've wasted time, you've wasted money. By stepping back and running through these techniques, you're able to better understand the problem, better understand the solutions, and think through them and analyse them before you start work. It allows you to see what will work and what won't. It will allow you to put in place those mitigation plans to get over potential issues. It will allow you to plan and understand how you will get to where you need to be. It will save you time and effort. You'll start work on a solution that fixes the problem. You'll get the results you deserve. You can find out more about us at nextactions.com.au. That's nextactions.com.au. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. Do you have any topics that you'd like me to cover? If you do, then please email me at gary at nextactions.com.au and I'll add it to the list of upcoming videos. If you haven't already, why not subscribe to the feed so you get new episodes as I release them? Please also give me a rating in your podcast app of choice. This helps other people discover the podcast. I'll talk to you again soon. Thank you.